Welcome to Pursuit Church Mornington Podcast with Pastor Brian Carden. The message you are about to hear will help you build your faith in Christ and grow in the knowledge of His will. Let's go right into the message. Come on, this is another key. Confess. Profession. Speaking. We kind of covered that a little bit, understanding of seeking first the kingdom of God, understanding of having, having that relationship with God, of pursuing after his heart, seeking first the kingdom, aligning our life in that way. You say, well, that's just so hard. You just don't understand. I do understand. But you know something? We need to, because I'm, 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 I got to wear pants just like you do. I got to, come on. Are you hearing me? We all have to live this life, so to speak. There's no difference. I, can, I get the things from God that I, I speak, that I profess, that I live, that I do, just like you. The Bible teaches us that your confession and profession, the speaking of the Word of God is so important. You pray it out. You pray those promises. You speak those promises. It's not necessarily a formula if you don't believe it in your heart. It goes back to what you believe in your heart and what you say with your mouth. But I've got a good word for you. You ready? You're going to want to write this down. You're going to remember it forever. You ready? You can school yourself into faith by what you say. Are you hearing me? Faith might come and you might not even feel it. You'll think, but I don't feel that. I don't it's not really registering and I'm going to continue my life as it is. Well, then we're not, that's the, we stop maturing. If we're going to mature in God and we're going to develop and walk in his lifestyle, there's going to be things you're going to have to confess what you believe. If the power of confessing that Jesus is the Lord over your life, broke the power of sin, destroyed the power of sin off of you, saved you, delivered you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your, his dear son. He did that work when you professed the Lord Jesus and you believed on salvation from him. You know, I, I, I have to be honest with you. When I first did that, I, I didn't feel like it took was that just me, or how about you? You know what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean by took? I, I didn't feel like it stuck. You know, I believed it. It felt good for a moment. I felt like, mm, that, mm, yeah, I mean, I feel better. This is great. How about you? But then about a week or so later, maybe not even that long, I was not feeling it anymore like that. Is that just me, or has anybody else felt like that? I found myself, I sinned. Anybody else? Oh, thank you. Got some normal people over here, and we have some. All right, yeah. uh, but but you understand what I'm saying? There there are things in which I felt that did did, did that work? And then it, you know, up here, the devil's telling me, mm 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 mm, you're not saved. Mm mm. And so I'm battling, having this thing going on, on the inside of me. So I just said, Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. God, forgive me my sin. I repent. Next thing you know, all right, all right, all right. And I started developing a relationship. I started developing faith in what God has done for me, what's going to be my righteousness, not my righteous acts in which was saving me. And I've learned that by having faith in his righteousness for me, those other things, the power of them controlling my life any longer got weaker and weaker and weaker to the point I was walking away from all of those things I was doing and saying and feeling and looking at and all that stuff. Are you with me? Huh? And they have no power over me any longer to destroy my life and to keep me from the purpose and the promise that God says for me. 
So this is something we have to understand, church. Confessing and professing. You can school yourself into faith in whatever promise it is that God has given to you. You might not see that now. You might not feel it now. But as you begin to profess the word, you meditate on the word day and night. You begin to speak that word out. You begin to talk about, to God about it. You begin to pray it out. You begin to look at that. And you know what God has spoken. You know what the promises are towards you. You begin to say that out. You know it over your family. You know it over your business. You know it in your life. You know it in your body. And you begin to do that. The Bible, you school yourself into faith. Because what you're doing is you're speaking the word of God into your life. You're praying the word of God into your life. And the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You might be hearing something right now that's speaking into your spirit, but you're going to have to speak that out over yourself. You're going to have to meditate on that. You're going to have to begin to say it. I, for years, man, I, this is one of the ways I, I did it personally. Was I'd be sitting in a service. Man, I'm hearing the word of God being preached and something's just jump into my spirit. I just begin to say it right then. I begin to receive it. I say, God, I receive that right now in Jesus' name. I'd meditate on it, pray in the spirit over it for a little while. I'd take it and I'd write it down in my Bible. I'd write it down in my book and I would just begin to say, God, I just thank you. Glory to God, I receive it. Ah, it's mine. It's my glory to God. There's certain things I'm still receiving from God that I've been confessing for years, knowing in my heart that's the will of God. That's, the, that's part of the purpose. That's part of the plan. I receive it. I thank him for it. Once I know I've received and I've entered into the rest, because now I've entered into faith, I'm just talking about the keys here, guys. Maturing in God. Elevating our life. When you enter into that place of rest, next thing you know, you know what happens next? You just give glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 4, verse, four uh, verse 14, put that up there if you will. Romans 4, 14. I'm sorry, Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed. God, who quickeneth the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. You see what he's doing right there? He's calling those things that be not as though they were. Why? Because he was schooled in faith. He believed God. He believed him in his heart. So he began to say what God said. He said, well, this is what God said about it. I believe it in my heart, so I'm going to say it. And as he began to say it, the Bible says this. He even said, here's what he said. He said, God who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they were. Verse 18. He says, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Bef according to that which was, come on, help me out. Am I just preaching? Come on. According to that which was, so shall thy seed be. I like verse 19. And being not weak in faith. How do you not be weak in faith? But it's going to begin by, by saying what God says about it. You're going to be weak in faith when all the troubles and the trials and the persons, the different, you know where you're at and your reaction according to what comes against what God says. You might be weak and you might fall down and you might just have to pick yourself back up and get yourself back right. Come on, get yourself in line. See first the kingdom of God. Begin to access. Begin to do what God says to do. Begin to say what God says about it. But you might fall down. You might falter. You're going to at times. But don't, you don't stop just because, listen, you don't, you, I mean, do you kick your kids out when they just mess up? No, you love them, you encourage them, you pick them back up, you do whatever you got to do, you straighten them up, you talk to them, you correct them, you love them, and you just keep moving forward. It's the same thing in the spirit with ourselves and with the body of Christ. You know, we shouldn't be like the owl in the church. You know what an owl does, right? Owls can spin their head all the way around, you know, when they, they, and they're looking around and say, mm-hmm, that's, that, that's a message for you. Are you with me? Come on. Huh? 
And they hear a little bit of thunder going, hoo, 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 hoo. Huh? Come on. Huh? What? 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 what, what who, who? 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 Huh? All that gossip thing. You know what I mean? We can't be like that in the body of Christ. No, we need to be strong in the spirit. Because those things rob your strength and faith. You're going to find out that you become weak in the spirit when you begin to participate in those kind of things. Can you leave that scripture back up there? And being not weak in faith, because I want them to see that. Being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. I like that. Huh? He didn't consider his own body, his own inability to produce it. You're going to find the things when God gives you something is beyond what you can produce yourself. Hmm. And you get that. Let that sink in. You're going to find that God has things for you you're not going to be able to do yourself. You're not going to be able to figure out yourself. You're not going to be able to bring it to pass. I've always found the purposes of God are way beyond our own ability to bring to pass. We're going to have to trust God. We're going to have to commit our ways unto the Lord. We're going to have to acknowledge Him in all our ways. And He's going to have to start directing our steps. Because if I can do it, what do I need Him for? If I could come up with everything that I know, and you know, get the, listen, God will speak to you. He'll give you the big picture. He'll give you something out there, and you're going to have to work towards that. And you start working towards it. You start doing what you know to do, and you start activating that. But there's going to be things that God wants to take you beyond that you can't do alone and you can't do yourself, and you're going to have to trust in God's supernatural power and ability and his promises to come to pass. And how do you know you're going to get there is, one, you, you learn how do you not get weak in faith? How, how do you get strong faith and not weak faith? First of all, you're going to have to watch what you say. You're going to have to get in your mouth what God says about that situation. You're going to have to put it in your mouth. Put it in your heart and put it in your mouth. Put it in your heart and put it in your mouth. Put it in your heart and put it in your mouth. You know, the Bible teaches us that we should renew the very mind and the spirit of our mind. How do you do that? By what you are saying. I got scriptures on that, but I'm going to go in there right now. Maybe I ought to go there right now. I had a book of Peter. It tells us this, that that's how you renew your mind. How you purify your soul is by what you say. That's the renewing of your mind. You purify your soul according to the purpose and plan of God. And the Bible says he did not consider. When you stop considering the reasons why it can't come to pass, so you school yourself. You're, being, you're, you're schooling your, your strength in faith. You're schooling yourself in faith. You're, you're confessing. You're praying. You're speaking it out. You're renewing your mind according to the promises and the will of God concerning you. And let me just tell you where this begins. It really begins with an understanding that you are the righteousness of God in Christ. You begin to talk to yourself, you know, I'm a child of God. That's not arrogance. But all of a sudden, the confidence begins to form on the inside of you. You begin to say, you know what? I've been washing the blood. I am born again, not because of what I've done, not because of anything else, not because my, my grandma had faith in Jesus, not because my, my husband or wife has faith in Christ, but because I have faith in the Lord Jesus for my salvation. You begin to say those things. You begin to confess Jesus is the Lord of your, over you and in your life. The Bible says he, he wasn't weak in faith. He did not consider his own body, now dead, nor neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, but... He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. The Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. He staggered not. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. How did he do that? He didn't consider 
And he said, remember in the beginning, he said what God said because God said that. And he considered, he didn't, he didn't take any consideration everything else around him that said it cannot come to pass or that it cannot happen. Even though those things come to us at times in our life, we, we school ourselves, we strengthen our faith by what we say and how we stand and give it in on the inside of us. The Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, doing what? Doing what? What did, what did he do after that? The Bible says giving what? Glory to God. What did Abraham do? Come on, help me out here. He gave what? Come on, help me out, church. He gave what? Glory to God. You know what that means? Instead of complaining about your situation and what's going on and praying, oh God, why me? Why isn't this coming to pass? How come this isn't happening? What do you do? You begin to go, woo, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What you said is yes and amen to me. God, your promises are going to come to pass. The thing that you said belongs to me. Come on, you begin to give glory to God. That's when you, and you enter into his rest because now faith is taking hold. And when faith takes hold, you know what happens? The promise is sure. It's going to come to pass. You'll know it in the spirit. It'll be a sign to you. You'll be a witness in your heart. And you hang on to it. It won't fail. Are you hearing me right now? Woo! Look in verse 21. And being fully persuaded. You see, this is the place we need to go. That's how you persuade yourself. Being fully persuaded. Being fully persuaded. That what he had promised, he was able also to perform. Isn't that good news? That's God. Being fully persuaded. There's more keys. And I'm going to quickly give them to me and I'm not going to explain any of them. Serving. Serving in the house of God is so important. Committing yourself. Witnessing is another one. So important. So important. But guys, the things that I've taught you this morning, the things that you've been hearing over this time, remember, God is spreading His influence of Him through you in this world. He wants to shine His face on you brighter and brighter. All of these things are going to take accesses into the grace of God. We're going to have to say, God, I come boldly before you today. God, I'm going to find that, that mercy. I'm going to obtain mercy. I'm going to find grace to help in time of need. You're going to have to do that as you begin to access. You begin to walk by faith. You begin to live out the plan of God. You begin to activate and use the keys that God has given to us as a lifestyle of developing and maturing in God. And as you do these things consistently, without, listen, there's no end. That's how you know you're maturing because you're maturing in those things. And it's a lifestyle. It's what you do. It's how you live. It's who you are. It's what you've become. And you're fully persuaded. You're going to find yourself giving glory to God. You're going to find yourself in a time of trouble. You know how to get an answer from God. You're not going to be worried whether or not if God's going to lead you, guide you, speak to you because you have learned over time that He is faithful, that is promised. No matter the things that rise up against you, no matter what the world says, no matter what your body's speaking to you, you know that what He has said will come to pass. You're going to hold fast to that profession. You're going to hold it without wavering. You're going to walk in the promises of God. And you're going to be fully persuaded. Thank you for listening to today. If you are wanting more of these timely messages and teachings, go to our website at Pursuit Church Mornington to find all the other ways you can access Pursuit Church ministry and messages.